Roll sound, Scotty. Take your sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape! Podcast with Scott, with Liam, with Paul. Good afternoon, boys. Good, good afternoon. afternoon. How is everyone? Yeah, not too bad, stuff. Yeah, all good, all good. We haven't seen each other for about three or four weeks. What was the last one we did? Lauren Hardy, wasn't it? Uh, Holy Grail. Yeah. Holy Grail and Lauren Hardy on the same night. Yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. And there's been quite a few good comments about the Holy Grail one, I see. There has been. There has been. We had um, a thank you from Nathaniel for reading out his email so eloquently, Liam. Yeah, well, I do try. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he did point out it took us six months to get round to <laughs> Better late than never. Yeah, we get there, you know. It's, as we said, it's, it's nice that people are taking the time to to comment and get in touch. That's their first email we've had in bloody ages, you know. So, it's, no, it's nice. Nathaniel, thank you very much, sir. Paul's looking around desperately. We're, what floor are we on here, Paul? Third? Fifth. Fifth. There's a bit of a, bit of a gale blowing across his balcony. Don't do it. Don't do it. Paul slowly approaching the balcony. Oh no! <laughs> just two of us doing it tonight. <laughs> Bearing in mind the film you two have just watched, I'm, I'm sure he was very close to actually throwing himself off the balcony. <laughs> we took we took a change of direction at the end of Holy Grail and decided that we were going to try and make things a bit more random. Yeah, very random. Very random. It had to be very random. But also just to take take us out of our comfort zones a little bit. Mm, yeah. By giving us a, a, a random topic or an actor or whatever it may be, uh, and then just choose a movie related to it. And I think it worked out better. It worked out easier for me mm-hmm. than it did used to. I you had because, a wider range to yeah, choose from. We was already talking about previously. We was talking about vampires. When I listened stuff, back so. to the episode, we mentioned that movie about ten minutes mm. before it yeah. came up. So yeah, it was the obvious choice. So what I'm going to do, if you're happy to continue with movie roulette, yeah. We'll use the first five, ten minutes before we do the review just to talk about why we've chose what we've selected. Because, for example, Liam, you had vampire movies. So when we get to discuss your choice, we'll have a little chat about why you didn't choose some of the more obvious ones. Yeah, yeah. Paul had 140 movies to choose from in his choice Mm. and let me down because he broke the 10-year rule Uh, and, and got a cartoon as well. You know, I try to expand his horizons, you know, educate him on... I think it was made in 09. That's 10 years, isn't it? Yeah, we'll argue this fact when we get to your choice, Paul. You know, the whole point was to educate you and just to get you out of your comfort zone a bit. You pick a cartoon. We'll talk about it later, okay? (laughs) For me, mine was a Charlton Heston film. Again, 100 or so movies, I think. I'm glad you didn't choose Ben-Hur. Now, this is what I was going to say to you, because... We would have killed you. I, I selected Two Minute Warning because if I'd have picked 
Ben-Hur or El Cid or any of those historic epics. And I know for a fact you guys really don't want me to pick Ben-Hur or Lawrence of Arabia even, but, you know, we'll get to them in 10 years' time, possibly. We've reviewed Planet of the Apes. We did that on our first anniversary, which would probably have been the go-to choice had we not have done it. You know, yeah, because that's I what I thought you would have gone yeah. for if you'd done it. Or the Friends episode that he was in. That well, <laughs> I thought at one point, well, let's think outside the box a bit. Have you seen True Lies? Yeah. yeah. He's Arnold Schwarzenegger's boss in True Lies. Oh, Do you know what? Right? I didn't okay. even think of that when I watched yeah. it. He's got the eye patch, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. I only watched that literally about a month ago, I'd say, but well, I didn't yeah. even realise that's who he was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This will put him into the Hall of Fame, because as well as Planet of the Apes, he does the narration for Tombstone. He's the guy that does the opening monologue hmm. on Tombstone. The Western, yeah, yeah, with Kurt Russell. Tombstone, it's the Western. What else would it be? It could be a <laughs> about the Undertaker doing. Could be a Lara Croft film. Oh, shut up, Paul! <laughs> <laughs> She's got one Tomb Raider. She died in a tomb. She's now Tombstone. She's got a bit of weight. Do you know what? I, I do despair sometimes. Yeah, and I think it's just me and you sometimes. Just, <laughs> just here to be abused. And abused. <laughs> So what I did out of the hundred or so Charlton Heston movies, I selected Two Minute Warning from the 70s. One, because it's a disaster movie. We haven't done any disaster movies that I'm aware of over the last five years. And I don't know, I just wanted something that I think you would sort of enjoy. But I've I've just walked in on you two watching the last ten minutes and (laughs) and your faces were a picture. (laughs) There were certainly no signs of enjoyment on your faces. We'll talk about that particular movie in depth, obviously, in a minute. But I just wanted to explain the background of why I picked that one. And you guys know Charlton Heston. You know he's a big mm. yeah, star yeah, yeah. in the 50s and the 60s mainly. You know, I could have picked Soylent Green or um, The Amiga Man, you know, the science fiction stuff that he did. You guys probably would have preferred that <laughs> after watching what you've just watched. Big fans of Charlton Heston? I don't think you guys are really that aware. You wouldn't have watched any of the big ones, would you? No, I think... That- for me, I, I actually said to Paul, I, I only heard really of Charlton Heston. I heard the name, obviously, but I'd never, I don't, consciously, I don't think I'd ever watched anything because it had him in it. Yeah, you wouldn't go um, out deliberately looking for a Charlton no, Heston. No, because, movie. again, like I say, from like my age, it was, I, I assume that he was, his biggest films would have been before I was born. Well before. Yeah. yeah. So, as I said, it's been more so because of doing the podcast that, um, I've noticed more wrongly. Hence why I'd actually seen the episode of Friends God knows how many times didn't realise who Charlton Heston was now kind of like straight away I said to Paul I could have reviewed Friends. Yeah, Hollywood legend yeah. Friends. Paul, obviously you've probably seen a few. I Yeah, I was just trying to look through his uh, filmography to see what I've seen of his. I've, I've definitely seen him in various movies. Yeah. And he, he's got a very distinctive Ben Hur, the one with the like, Chariot races. That's the one. No, oh, so I have seen that. Yeah, have I've, you seen I've, it? Yeah, yeah, I was I've ask. seen that years and years ago. Yeah, because I think it was on Channel Four when I was a kid or yeah. ITV. It was in Wayne's World Two. Wayne's World Two. So you've seen Wayne's World Two? Why don't mm. I remember him in that? So, I mean, I could. I suppose unless you're looking out for him, you're not gonna. No, like I say, yeah. True Lies. He's just almost a cameo appearance. Yeah. You know. But what what's what's the aversion to Ben Hur, guys? Um, I think that's, <laughs> the length is one because it's. Well, depending on which version, it's up to four almost hours. four, hours, four yeah. hours, yeah. Yeah, as soon as you say four hours about anything, I kind of... No. So you're not epic movie guys. You wouldn't mm. I think go out to watch a four-hour movie unless... Dependent on what it is, I think. Yeah. For me, 
yeah, I, if somebody said to me, oh, Avengers Endgame is four hours, I'd be like, I don't care how long it is. Mm. Um, I think because obviously this film is pre-me. Pre-me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I have, I have seen it because I remember watching it and I actually remember liking it as a kid because it was like, I wish I could ride them like chariots and stuff. But I don't think it's something I would sit at home and go, because I, I, I think I've said this before, with Netflix and Prime now, because you can see how long a film is, that's what you yeah. base your judgment of a film yeah. on. You go, oh, I've got uh, an hour or two before I want to play the Xbox so I can watch a short film. Do you know what makes me laugh, though? We'd quite happily sit and binge watch four or five episodes of a TV show. Oh, yeah. For four hours. I've right? watched Friends all the way through three times this year. That's what I mean, but we'd sit in an evening yeah. and watch four or five hours yeah. of, of TV. But I think with that, it's because you do... A lot of times you end up choosing TV shows as well because it, you, a lot of times you don't necessarily have to pay attention. Mm. They can be kind of background noise. You might find an episode good or bad but with a film sometimes you think am I going to have to really concentrate on this or yep. can I just dip in and out and yep. that, that's always yep. the worry with a film that if you've got four hours to spend, if you're off work or something and you've got a long week mm. off sit and watch a three four hour film you find that with the the epics as well because some of them take place over like a 30 or 40 year period yeah. by the time you get into the end of the movie you're thinking well, hang on a minute. What happened thirty years ago with that character? Why is that relevant now? Yeah. Three hours ago, and you, yeah, didn't they used what, to have intermissions and stuff during did, films? And that, they so. did. Yeah. Tarantino brought it back for Paint for Late, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, when he yeah. did the seventy-minute roadshow yeah. presentation. Yeah, they used to get the usherettes come out with ice, ice cream. creams and all cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. Albatross, albatross. <laughs> there we go. He's off again. Yeah. Um, I was just looking down, <laughs> and I have seen quite a few of his films. Yeah. Um, especially around about the time he made that, actually, because mm-hmm. Earthquake. I've that was seen. the other one, another disaster movie. Also. Airport. Yeah, I've God, seen. Didn't. yeah um, Battle of Midway, I've seen. Well, there you go. And but you he, wouldn't go back to him, that's the Even bit. back, Three Musketeers, <laughs> he was in. Cardinal Rich Do or someone, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, so I've seen quite a few of his films. I think it's difficult not to have seen the Charlton Heston movie at but some point, isn't it? He's not an actor that, if you said, oh, there's a Charlton Heston film on tonight, I wouldn't go. Ooh. I'm going to watch that. Yeah, yeah. This is why it's all random because it would we we wouldn't have selected a Charlton Heston movie if it wasn't for movie no, roulette. No, yeah. There was no way we'd be sitting here talking about Charlton Heston because I would not bring Ben Hur to the table for you guys because I know you would rip my throat out. Of <laughs> <laughs> Should we play the trailer and talk about Two Minute Warning? Trailer, trailer, Championship Sunday. The Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum, inside the stadium, 91,000 cheering fans, 33 exit gates. Somewhere in the stadium, an assassin waits. Pan off it, Gary. Pan off it, Nothing quick. Don't go right. back to that shot unless I tell you. Understand? Just stay off it. Move! Who will his target be? Charlton Heston, John Cassavetes, Martin Balsam, Bo Bridges, Marilyn Hassett, David Jansen, Jack Klugman, Walter Pidgeon, Jenna Rollins, Brock Peters, David Groh. 91,000 lives that will never be the same. Why do you take such pleasure in telling people we're not married? There's this guy. He's going to kill me. Still nervous? That's right. We're still going to wait, too. Just don't get itchy. What exactly did you see? I told you. A man with a rifle. You get your men into place ready to move, but it's no go till we get all the VIPs out. The VIPs. The 
probable targets. SWAT 6 to all SWAT units. The suspect is up, armed at the north end of the parapet. We're coming up in the two-minute warning. You ought to have your people in place by then. When the two-minute whistle blows, it's your ballgame. He's up! Two-minute warning. After that, sudden death. This is the motion picture you have heard about. This is the motion picture you have read about. Soon, you will be talking about the motion picture shock of the year. Two-minute warning. Okay, guys, two-minute warning. Released on the 12th of November, 1976 in the USA. Directed by a guy called Larry Pierce. Starring Charlton Heston, John Cassavetes, Martin Balsam, Bo Bridges, David Jansen, Jack Klugman, Jenna Rowlands, Walter Pigeon, Brock Peters. Typical disaster movie, cast of thousands, lots of famous faces. The synopsis, very briefly, a crazed sniper is set to kill spectators at an LA Coliseum football championship game and the police race against time to eliminate him. Before we rip this movie apart or dissect this movie... Disaster movies in general. Mm-hmm. Fans? Yeah. Yeah. Love them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the classic disaster movies of this era or the more sort of modern CGI type ones? I think I can mix between. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There, there's some good old ones. Tarrant Inferno, Poseidon yeah. Adventure, that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. But yeah, that some of the old ones don't stand the test of time. I think it was because the market was swamped with, you know, every studio was trying to bring out, because it was that big thing, wasn't yeah. it, you know, for a brief period, four or five years. And now you look at what they can do, like with your CGIs, yeah. you can do anything. Now, like so on San Andreas, the, the CGI exactly, yeah. of like... You know the, my love for that movie. Yeah, yeah I, I love San Andreas. Yeah. It's, <clears throat> I think with disaster movies, they always make me feel like... Like when you go back to the 80s and them sort of like your Rambos, just unrealistic films that can just get you caught up in something because, yeah, yeah you know the hero's not going to be able to, like San Andreas, mm. the rock can't, I mean, actually the rock could. Any other human couldn't do <laughs> what, what he does <laughs> in that film. but And it's so unrealistic, but you, just, you get caught up in it and you're just like, come on. Be, yeah. And it, you, you just get caught up in that because it, it, stay, it takes you away from your real life and goes, look, how scary. You have to open be. your mind up, don't yeah. you? You think this is just going to be as I called it, balls out action. Oh, yeah. Just, you know, just yeah. let it all like, sweep um, over you sort of thing. Deep Impact, you seen that? Yeah. Is yeah. that the one that came out at the same time as Armageddon? Yeah. Is yeah. That the, yeah. Yeah. See, that, it's cheesy. It's yeah. You know tomorrow. Yeah, you sort of know what's oh, going to yeah, happen, amazing. but you, it's escapism, isn't it? So yeah. did you go into Two Minute Warning expecting a thriller or a disaster movie? I think... Did you go in expecting a good movie? <laughs> From the from the synopsis of it, I think I went into it expecting more of a thriller. Yeah. With sort of possible disastrous endings. Yep. I sort of pre-warned you that it takes a while to get going because Yeah, he yeah. told me that. Yeah. Ten minutes into this. I was sitting there yeah. watching and he was like and I said to him, I went, I bet this is gonna be one of them films where it just takes ages and ages yeah. and then you find out too and he went Scott did say that yeah. the last 20 minutes ago, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Because it's two hours long. Like Breaking Bad as well. Yeah, because it, it sticks to that disaster formula where they introduce a dozen, maybe more characters that you sort of get to know. Mm. Some you don't really want to know. 
Yeah. And and some you have no attachment to whatsoever. You're quite glad to see them die. In yeah. fact, if Bo Bridges was shot in this movie, I'd have been fucking glad because he was absolutely horrible in this. Um Ben from the Rated H podcast absolutely loves this movie. He's he, we call him the master of disaster. He's a big sort of disaster movie fan. He had a disaster podcast called The Dog Never Dies. Because that's one because <laughs> it's one of the rules of disaster movies. You know, look at um is it uh, Independence Day, isn't it? The yes. dog's running away yeah. and it still gets, you know, still survives. And I think he was very surprised that it came up. Well, Ben, it only did come up because it was random, mate. It was totally random. We would not have properly selected it. But I do like this movie to a certain degree. It's not a five-star movie. I'm going to tell no. you this from the start. I watched it probably about a year ago um, and I've seen it three or four times in the past. You know, this was one that was mm. on sort of on a Saturday night after the Generation Game on BBC One. It, you know, it's that sort of movie, wasn't it, Paul, from that era, you know. Mm. As I say, I've just turned up at Paul's flat and you were watching the last ten minutes. Yeah. I could tell that you weren't enjoying it. I wouldn't say not enjoying it. Mm. It, it it was an interesting couple of hours spent watching it. <laughs> I think like <laughs> If, if I'd watched that by myself, mm. I, I don't know. Would you have stuck it out? <laughs> Again, yeah. I don't know if I either would have or if I would have enjoyed it. Like I was saying, it's not that I find the film appalling in any way, shape or form. Yeah. It was just, there's parts of it that they could have taken out. Yeah. Um, so like there's bits in um, like the broadcasting studio where mm-hmm. they, they've got the commentators talking while they're still... And it's like, this is insignificant noise because it actually has no relevance yeah. until they then go back and see in the top camera. The yeah, they're using the blimp, aren't they, to, yeah. to spot it. Yeah. yeah, but they've gone to that studio, what, 10 times before that yeah. happens. And, and, and none of those characters are developed in that studio either, no. are they? We don't, none of them get shot, that's for sure. They're not so, victims or anything. Same as the quarterback who that, that you was see a, in the yeah. show. And I thought, oh, that's who he's going to be trying to kill. Yeah, yeah. and he gets taken off injured after but, mm, yeah. two minutes. And I was like, okay. There, there was little bits like that I just... I mean, obviously, and I always say this anytime I re- we review a film, like before my time, is that you have to also think of the time, mm. yeah, without trying to slag off a film too much. But there's bits that me and Paul was like laughing at. It was how quick that sniper was with his gun when the police had their gun aimed right at his head, yes. and they go, "Oh, he's sniping up, boom, he got us." You're like, and he's picking he them all off, isn't he? Yeah. One by one, yeah. And you're like, "Wow, he is really good." It took him ages to shoot the man on a bike at the beginning, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It is the last, I'd say, you were right with the last 10, 15 minutes of the film, like, kind of go, like, well, who is going to die? It's yeah. pure disaster movie, isn't it? That yeah. bit is disaster movie. And because it spent the first hour and a half introducing each of these characters, you knew someone from each of these group of characters was going to get it. Yeah. Yeah, but then Bo Bridges didn't. Yeah, his wife his got wife, shot. His shot. wife got shot, yeah, but, you but know, he, he was the one that, you know, he's just so, he was just a dick. Yeah. You know, he wouldn't even let his kids have a mint in case they rotted their teeth, you know. Yeah, a tic-tac. Slapped yeah, his the... kid round the head because he, he, he told him. Yeah, that's a bit um, excessive. He'd lost his job, hadn't he? The kid said, my dad yeah, can't afford it because he's lost yeah. his job and yeah. he slaps him round the face. <laughs> Well, to be fair, kid needs no respect. <laughs> Did you recognise any of the any of the people, any of the stars? Yes, mm. um, Martin Balsam, Balsam from um, Twelve, Twelve Angry, Angry Men. Men, as was Jack Lubman, the gambler. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Mm. The one that owed the thirty grand to the gangster. Yeah. yeah, he was in Twelve Angry Men as well. 
Although we did make a point, not about the people who mm. it, but if you owe someone, like his was 28 grand that he owed that guy, yes. and the guy says, well, if you don't pay me by sundown, you'd be going over the balcony, but no, you still don't get your money back. No. <laughs> Why is it in every film? Me and Paul literally <laughs> sat there for a couple of minutes saying, like, in every film that someone owes money, it's like, you're going to die. You're like, but then you still don't get money. They, <laughs> they can afford to lose it, and I think it's about... Pride. Saving face, isn't it? Yeah, yeah but, and setting the example said, so that just borrow another million and piss off. Yeah, <laughs> you know, if that's the case, I can give you two point three million. Just give me that, and I'll get you at the end of the day trebled. Okay, see ya. <laughs> so, what worked, if anything? Um, <laughs> it's not. I think no, 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 no. no. Look, uh, it's not that things. I think it's quite a hard question to say what worked. Okay, so yeah. it's more. There was bits of the film, I think like the play on the football field also helps a little bit because it distracts you from, you start getting into, oh, who's going to win? Because mm. you know someone's got money on the game mm-hmm. and you look at that part of it. Um, I mean, I, st- I find it hard to say that I wouldn't, and I'm trying to word this properly as well, by the way, that's probably why I'm stuttering, but you wouldn't say it's a shit film. Oh, no, 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 no that. it's definitely not a shit film at all. No, when it's not even on the... Mildred Pierce scale, but I wouldn't say it's a Charlton Heston film. No, he spends he's just, very like a little bit time in, has in, in it. It's he's a cop that yeah. has a couple of shit lines. Yeah, anybody could have played that. Oh, yeah, that's the oh, thing. Yeah, the, the one where he threatens. Oh yeah, the, the guy in the it was in the uh, playback yeah. studio, wasn't mm. it? And he said, "said oh, I yeah, can't you can't be, oh, don't yeah, you can't turn the cameras off or something." Yeah. Otherwise, you really won't like yeah. me. Or Don't something. push me, or you really won't like me. I'm like, sorry, what? Makes no sense, mate. It didn't appear threatening at all. No, and, and it, it was just really. <laughs> it was like someone trying to do a burn, but really didn't work. Because if this was sort of like a, a remade as a Schwarzenegger movie, or even The Rock, or whatever, yeah. you know, you, you know for a fact that whoever's playing the Charlton Heston part would be swinging from the light yes. towers yeah. and then yeah. explosions. The only bit and, right at the end, he got involved with a little bit of action with the smoke grenade and yeah, the, yeah. And then shouts out, bastard! You're like, well, you're not going to get him down by swearing at him, yeah, are you? Because <laughs> even then, like the whole ending of capturing him was like a real. Sort of deflated was, moment, yeah, it was wasn't like, it? Oh, we checked. That's his name. We know nothing about him or why he's here. Take him away. But even then, like, they've shot him a couple of times, so he's wounded at the top of this yeah. tower. And then it's just a case of they're going to the base of the tower, the smoke's coming up, and they're shouting at him. Yep. And then they just, bang, one shot, and he falls mm. down the leg. Paul laughed out loud. You were sniggering behind your hand. <laughs> it's because he goes, <laughs> <laughs> and then lands, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I think it gets me as well, because... You know they're obviously stuntmen. Like, say, when Brock yeah. Peters falls from the ladder, they do that thing where they flip over so they land on their back to land yeah. on the airbag, don't they? So, yeah. unnatural way of, like, dying of falling. Brock Peters to kill a mockingbird. Oh, was he? That's him. Tom oh. Robinson. Yeah. I'd love to kill a mockingbird. We should have watched that. We, we should have done. Child Hester wasn't in it. <laughs> <laughs> we should have said he was in a bush. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, though. That film, I think, any, anyone could have played Child Hester's role. Yeah, that's mm. the thing. It's I not a film that... For disaster fans, great. Oh, it's a great for disaster fans, movie. Because for Charlton Heston fans, I wouldn't... It's an average Charlton Heston yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. For disaster fans, I think it's it's noted because it does something slightly different. It's not like a natural disaster. There's not an asteroid heading towards Earth. There's mm. not an earthquake. There's not a tidal wave. You know, it's nothing like that. And it is something that, even when you look at it today, fuck me, it's relevant. 
Oh, Christ, yeah. 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 Especially that end speech where John Cassavetes says, he'll be on the news tomorrow, we'll know all about him, we'll know about his high yes. school, we'll yeah. know yeah. what his dog was, you know. Yeah. And Especially at a time of only just yesterday with the New Zealand shooting. Exactly. This when we're recording this, this is the weekend that the you know the thing happened in Christchurch, and it is so relevant. You know, it's nineteen seventy four, seventy six, whatever it was, seventy six. Reminded me a bit of the beginning of Dirty Harry. Yeah. Even the music because it's of that sort of era. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. Mm. Music. The the incidental music. In yes. It. That the suspenseful, thrilling, sort of almost psycho esque, uh, yeah. that kind of music, <laughs> as he climbs up a ladder, yes, to set himself, and I'm like, what was the suspense in that? And there's one bit where the camera, he, he's obviously because it's the first man camera, and he's standing at this ladder, and he goes, and he looks right up the ladder, and you're like, oh. And then he goes to another scene, you're like, yeah. oh, so the ladder was high. <laughs> Is that all we need to know? The ladder was that high. And you're like, okay. And I get that they're being suspenseful with this. And it's the same times, like Paul pointed out, that probably at that point in the 70s, you had your films like um, Halloween and stuff, where first-person view of what this yeah, bad person's going to do like gets you into the film now. But it's like one hand on the ladder, and all of a sudden, I think it was like eight seconds before this hand went up to you. Like, is this man a cripple? Can you yeah. not climb a ladder? Because because we were trying to figure out who this gunman was. Like, yeah, we don't whether, see him whether he was old. Yeah. Or so when I said to Paul, "This is the worst version of Question of Sport." <laughs> trying to guess the, which sports star is this? You're like, I don't know. <laughs> Saw his eyes. I was like, Dennis Taylor. <laughs> Dennis Taylor. <laughs> I think if they could have done. Because at the start I said to Paul, it's like when it went to the bit with the quarterback and he's in his hotel room with his missus, and then I said to Paul, it's like, oh, I was like, I bet the shooter is like a quarterback that got injured and he hates his quarterback. And I was like, see, that you could have gone, okay, that's a reason why he's wanted to. I mean, then you could go into a bit more like Last Boy Scout, but. This is the thing we've just said sitting here, like I sat and watched the last 10 minutes with you. The motive. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? Because. There is a there is a point where the president is due to attend, you know, the second half or whatever it may be. But mm-hmm. because they know there's a sniper there, that those plans get cancelled. And as I said to you, there's a, there's a bit where you see him looking through the sights of the gun, and he sort of zooms in on the dozen empty seats where we think the president's yeah, going to yeah. be sitting. Does he actually focus on the quarterback before he goes off? Is it something to do with the gambling ring or something that he's going to kill the quarterback well, who's that's the star the thing. player? He, he is goes it? to the quarterback at one point. He's um, Aiming, yeah, at the quarterback before they hike the ball. Then he goes to the other quarterback on the, the one that he actually mm. hears speaking in the film. And then it goes and then it goes back to him when he's come off the pitch injured and he's literally got it locked onto his head. And I'm like, well, that's the point of time if you're going to shoot him. Mm. Yeah. Because he spends the whole first half like scoping out around that stadium and standing on his feet. And the first half of an American football game with stoppages, now, he's going to have been up there well over an hour. Yeah. In this whole second half, he's just like sitting down. My son gets up, okay, but then knows perfectly how to shoot every single thing within a second. Mm. He got shot in the back, like quite low down, <laughs> gets knocked over, and he's like oh, struggling to pick up his gun. And next thing you know, he's getting the perfect shots with it. Yeah, and I was just thinking, come, there's just, and again for the time, okay, fine, but it hasn't aged well. It, it's the sort of film that could be remade and. Pretty well, actually. I reckon they could do a. Yeah, yeah. I reckon they could do. But in this day and age, as we just said, it would be. I think it's a bit of a touchy subject as well. Yeah, but it'd be good to do. I think. Mm. 
in the sense of yes, there are people killers out there, but at the same time, people do just kill anyone. Look at Las Vegas shootings the other year. Mm. Somebody with a, a guns then just shooting anybody who's anyone. I, I think one of the most realistic things about the film was the stampede at the end of the yeah. crowd. There's a shitload of extras, as you pointed out. Yeah, but the the fact I've always worries me at large events going to mm. uh, is leaving them because yeah. if if some something causes a few people to run then yeah. so many people can get injured in be there. a heavy metal fan like me I can wash my way through any fucking thing <laughs> good luck I'd literally just be like boom like get out of the way fuck yeah but yeah that was quite realistic you know because yeah. you could see physically there was thousands of people running across oh, that yeah. pitch at one point so yeah. fair play to them obviously there was existing footage of the football game must have been from a Super Bowl at the time or a game or some mm, match in the stadium I don't know because Liam pointed out mm. that there wasn't a single person in that crowd wearing a football jersey there there was a few scarves and hats sort of oh you mean in the close-ups or the actual football no. footage itself no the, even in the football the, the crowd itself. yeah because that Super must Bowl, have been a genuine match though no it? that Super Bowl that year was um, Dallas Cowboys against Pittsburgh yeah Steelers. but it might have been from three four years previously or something I mean um, them kids as well weren't or, in the NFL they, they could have been like a didn't even have to be a Super Bowl. It could have been a college been a match bowl or something. Yeah. 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 It could have been I something at yeah. It was just so. a championship game, so it could just yeah. be an AFC championship game. Well, this is the thing. It's called Championship 10, but it is, it's supposed to be the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl yeah, because it was... Licensing we worked out it was Super Bowl 10 that year as well. So they've so. Like run it parallel sort of thing. So there's elements of this that do work. Yeah, yeah. it's not a... I mean, it's not a... It's just bad because it's dated. It's yeah. not bad because of how... that There's... There's certain bits of the dialogue yeah. are appalling. <laughs> so why does this not work as well as, say, Towering Inferno or Poseidon Adventure? Because you've got the list of stars there. You've got all the same elements. The same little characters are in every single movie. I think because of the disaster itself. Yeah. Because if you say to anyone around the world, any single person, think of a disaster film within 10 seconds... Unless they have seen this film loads and absolutely love this film in particular, mm. you're not going to get this film because no, no. people automatically say a disaster film is mm. an earthquake, a volcano. Natural disaster. Something. Yeah, they think yeah. natural disaster. They don't think of the stampede of humans yeah. creating that actual disaster. Yeah. Or then they go, if you say, oh, no, I think of humans doing it, it's like, oh, war films. Yeah. But So I think that's why, because the disaster itself is only a small section of the film. That's why... Tower Inferno, and you've got. A oh, that goes on, doesn't it? That's it. hour and a half of yeah. the two-hour yeah. movie. You're literally yeah. gripped into yeah. shit. What's going on? Whereas this, the suspense building up to you, kind of, it isn't as gripping enough for me to then go, oh shit, look at this. Did you bond with any of the characters? Was there any of the characters you actually thought oh, I know enough about them to care? I don't uh, think I there quite was. Liked, was there? I quite liked the woman that went with. Her boyfriend, but was chatting up that other guy. She wasn't even his boyfriend, was oh. it? It was. It was her flatmate was supposed to be. Yes, yeah. Bessie. So but, yeah, yeah. That that was quite a funny sort of yeah. uh, break away from. Well, extremely poorly acted. Yes, oh, yeah. the, because it was just yeah. 
This yeah, because you thought we'll go. Hi, I'm out. What? You thought he was dubbed at one point. And there was something so, so bad if you watch it. Mm. That guy, he's talking and his mouth isn't moving with what he's saying Got for you. a couple of bits. He's mouthing what should be said, <laughs> yeah. but that's not coming from Unless him. there was too much crowd noise and they've had to they've go had back to yeah, dub it over. Yeah, cool. But yeah. it's that bit there. Was like, I don't know if that was trying to add a bit of comedy to it by mm. how corny that there bit was. was. Yeah. There was little bits. I mean, the, the relationship between. David Jensen and Gina Rowland. Yeah. Yeah, that you sort of learn. You know, they're not the married. Hmm? She was in the notebook. Gina Rowland. She was married to John Cassavetes as well. Paul Dawn was his partner for many, many years. Yeah, they're a famous Hollywood couple. Um, starred in a lot of his movies. He directed some very good mm. films in the seventies. John Cassavetes. Um, but yeah, the David Jensen. Do you find out they're not married? Mm. Um, I like the beginning bit when you're introduced them when they come off the plane and you yeah. think they're not a couple and when she says yeah I'm a cop and he's like oh I yeah. like cops and she yeah. kisses her yeah. and literally I sat there and I thought why would you kiss a random fucking woman <laughs> and then when they say should we get a room I was like what and then I was like oh they're a couple yeah they're a couple mm. she's a tart but then there's obviously <laughs> problems going on isn't there because it's like why won't you ever admit that we're you know why do you make a point of telling people we're not married and yeah. you can tell there's problems and, and it's always the way isn't it the couple that are Closely in love, or the couple that reconcile, or whatever, you know, one yeah. or both of them are going to yeah. die. Mm. It's, 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 a, it's a rule. It's the unwritten rule of the disaster yeah. movies. Like we said, the dog never dies. Dogs didn't die in this one, actually. Two of them. They got poisoned twice. Bless them. You know, they yeah. got knocked out twice. Yeah. <laughs> because, right, I can understand the gunman going up there with meat because he knows those dogs are going to be yeah. there, you know. But it was when the copper comes up, like, and just happens to have another bit of meat on it. Perhaps what teams have that as part of their kit? I don't know. Yeah, also they're smoke that. grenades, stun grenades, old bit of poisoned meat. They're wearing protective clothing all the time. Yeah. They're also wearing clothing that covers arms. They literally could have just gone up there and just stopped the dog. Yeah. The guard dogs are there to, like, make you want to go. Not, they're not going to kill you. And it's just how it's like, you've like, got meat. The whole premise of the two dogs on the roof, anyway. Yeah, mm. should be fucking deemed two dogs. Should have put a bigger padlock on the door or something. Yeah, you know, it was just. Yeah, should we just lock the guard dogs up there? <laughs> yeah, with one little flimsy padlock on the door. And the fact we're going to rob us, they're going to go up there to do it. Yeah, because What's... there's nothing up there. What's up yeah. there? It's the flags. Yep. <laughs> so when the police went up, the dogs were barking in the distance. Mm. Came running to him, got a bit of meat. No noise. Yeah. Locked him in the pen. Yeah. No noise. Yeah. Like, and I'm yeah. I'm convinced as well. When Brock Peters fell off of that ladder or the stuntman fell off of that ladder. He was facing the other way, and there was all this blood. But then you look, and there's, he's... Oh, is this with the dog CPR, the dog first aiders? Yeah, the dog's oh, going over. on his head, and rolls his head. <laughs> Check for wounding. He, yeah, he's got, he's got bleeding yeah. to the... A laceration on the right side of the skull. But then do you notice the amount Come of on, blood Rex. that was pouring out of that man's head as yeah. well? He'd have been dead. Oh, yeah. He'd have been dead. <laughs> 60-foot ladder, as they mentioned several times. Because he got butt-stroked. Butt-stroked. <laughs> I did have to Google because that is the correct term. Is but it? It's uh, me and Paul just like but He walked up a ladder. Someone rubbed his bum and he fell down a ladder. God, how homophobic! <laughs> Didn't another man touching his bum, so he jumped up a ladder. Stroked. Oh well, if anything, it's it's provided a couple of hours of amusement for you, even if it isn't a particularly. Well, it's it's a good. It's not a bad film. This is what no, you're saying. I think the good thing about it was that it. For me and Paul watching at the same time, it wasn't like when, uh, go back to it, when Mildred Pierce, mm. when Paul texted me, it's like this crap, and I yeah. watched it and I lost yeah. This, there was talking points, yeah. because of how things were, I don't know whether it's the dialogue that was poor or certain, but it got you talking throughout it yeah. to watch it. It, it wasn't like, it was a, an easier, this is so bad, let's just not bother, let's not pay attention. Okay, to right. It was much easier to watch 
Yeah. Knowing we could take the piss out of it at the time. That's fine. <laughs> Absolutely fine. And you were sort of expecting that long draggy out sequence at the beginning. If I hadn't pre-warned you, Paul, you'd have really been slagging this off. I think it's like, God, yeah. what's happening here? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a very slow I, I totally agree with what Liam was saying, though, about the disaster bit. Mm. All those other disaster movies, disaster seems to happen quite early on. Ongoing as well. Yeah. 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 And it was, just, it was just such a long, drawn-out process till you actually got... A to twenty the start minute of a shooting. Thing. Yeah. Can you think of any other disaster movies that are like that format? Even um, even Meteor with um, Sean Connery, which is not that well known nowadays, unfortunately. It's it's like um, Armageddon. You know, there's a big yeah. asteroid comes, but throughout the movie, there's these little splinters of the asteroid coming down. So one hits mm. Hong Kong, and then ten yeah. minutes later, another one will hit New York. You know, it's like known. Well, I think they've made this film with something happening with the shooter himself, and. Even if it was just years before, yeah. because the film's two hours long, so they could have won a, 10 years before a kid, something's happened to him, or some reason why he wants to do this, and then something building up to he's now got it in his head that he's going to be a shooter. Yeah. Which mm. you could do that sort of thing nowadays because of how much it has happened, yeah. where you're going, what has made this person yeah. do that? But it's usually been bullied at school, or. Yeah, get inside the mind of the shooter. And who he wants to kill? Why do we need to, to know that? The do we need to know? I, I think it would have been an extra touch to yeah. know some history of the shooter. Because if he wants to shoot the president, why? Does yes, he the motive the is the thing. I think. Yeah, yeah. Lacking, and it's yeah. that sort of thing. If you could have seen that he's pissed off because the president has made a decision which got his dad or mum lose their job, they mm. lost that. Something that made you want to kill yeah. a president, not yeah. just because um, no one knows. If what. he mm. went there just to shoot random people, yeah. Why on earth? Did he wait until two minutes from the end? The two-minute warning, yeah. 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 That's why I think then, it might have been the president or be, something. Because he had ample opportunity to shoot people from the start. Stadium's full from the start. Yeah. Yeah. He, he could have gone at any point as they were filing in, you know, before the game even started or whatever. But mm. it's all to do with publicity, isn't it, and attention-seeking. So he obviously had to do it while the game was on. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what? If we if we we were to rewrite this and remake it, oh, we could make it a superb film. We could make yeah. it superb. Get him killed halfway through, right? Yep. Get him shot. But then when they search the body, they find out that there's a bomb under a random seat in the stadium, yep. and then that's what causes the panic. And it's like speed; you, know, you can't fucking get out the seat. Cause yeah, the moment you're doing that seat, flips yeah. Up. Can you imagine uh, that? Oh yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, stay there. You're like, I don't want to move. You're like, stay there. You then have to put a gun on the person sitting in the chest, yeah. and they don't move. Yeah, ninety-one thousand yeah. people all sitting down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nobody panic! <laughs> Just, oh, the bit in the film when, which, if I was in that stadium and some two men come up to where I'm sitting because someone's sitting above us oh. and it pulls out a fucking semi-automatic gun, yeah. I'd have yeah. been like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Everyone would have been running. They'd just go, oh, and he doesn't want to turn around and go, look, everyone, I have a police badge, I'm a police <laughs> officer. The man selling hot dogs is also a policeman. Yeah. We're not roughing up someone using a semi-automatic gun for the fun of it. But yeah, they don't know that. And they're all like, oh! <laughs> or the guy who, when he gets shot, the um, one who's with, who decides they're going to get married with. Um, mm. David Jensen, yeah. Yeah. He comes back, gets shot, mm. falls down, lands on the man who pushes yeah. him forward. Yeah. Yeah. In the aisle. And, and everyone's carrying on yeah. on the game. No yeah. one's... There's one black woman. She looks down. Yeah. Because yeah. obviously they're not... Well, they probably do, probably she just goes... Yeah. And you're like, because you would react like, probably oh, not, there's a dead man. We probably thought he was drunk or something. Oh, and knows, but. on the flip side, the guy who dies first, the one with the heart attack. Most fucking dramatic. Oh yes. my God. Yeah, what about was he, he, was he trying to get an Oscar for that? <laughs> <laughs> ha, ha, 
I'm going to throw myself down <laughs> 20 as, steps. And as you pointed out as well when I was sitting there, the guy that gets shot in the lighting tower and he's hanging yeah. with a piece of rope. The yeah. Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's got his leg round it. When he was spinning, I sat there doing pause like, do, 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 Because it was, he just, his leg was wrapped round it, so he literally had the perfect Cirque du Soleil. But, yep, there he goes. There was, there was a really bizarre bit. I know there's a lot of bizarre bits in this movie, but there's one bizarre bit. You know when the SWAT team first turn up and they go, right, you're going to go to that light tower, you're going to go to the southeast one, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And they get this really long ladder to climb up yep. Yep. from the outside. And the guy's holding the ladder. Yeah, from the, from the wrong back. side, yeah. But then he gets this really strange reaction. He says, are you okay? And he's like, oh, I'm fine, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, he could have just could have been, if he turned and gone, are you okay? Because I know you're scared of Was he nervous? I don't and know. Yeah. He was like, oh. And he wasn't even on the ladder. Yeah, no. I, he was just putting it. And I thought, I bet he's got something to do with this. Or something. Oh, he's and then he goes up there and you're like, oh, he right, was the first one to get shot, wasn't he? No, he was, was, he's the one that reports that the guy got oh, shot. Right. Although there's one scene where a guy gets shot in like his, his hat comes off, gets shot in the head. Yes. Yeah. And immediately he just goes, <laughs> and he opens his mouth really wide, like the first thing you do when you get shot in the head is not die, you open your mouth wide. <laughs> I noticed that, I was like, what the fuck? Perhaps he hit the perfect nerve that triggers yeah, the muscle. Yeah, just, just release the jaw. <laughs> Stick your finger in there. Um, I'd like to do more disaster movies. I mean, in, yeah. in Movie Roulette, that, that's one of the selections, you know, mm. a, a disaster movie, one of the things. But, yeah. You know, there's 500 plus topics, so it may eventually come up. And I'd like to probably do a more more of a classic one, if we could. But let's let's do some ratings. I'd, I'd, I'd give me a out of ten. Give me two ratings, guys. Right? How much you enjoyed it, and how good the film was. Because I think you Paul enjoyed it first. more than the actual quality of the film. Yeah, Paul, go way. first. Go, Paul. Um, enjoyment, um, probably because. Because I watched it with Liam and we did giggle a bit. Yeah, yeah, quite a bit. Um, probably about five. Well, see, that's still quite low. I thought you'd have got a bit higher because you, you sort of enjoyed it because it was so bad. So bad is good sort of thing, but okay. And the quality of the film? His face. <laughs> uh, I'll go about a three. This is probably the lowest he's ever rated a movie. Mm. Okay. That's fine. Fine, Liam. Um, mine's one better than Paul's. I was going to go yeah. six and a four. Six and four. Um, because it was... I kept thinking how that film could have been made amazingly better in today's thing, mm. which kind of made me enjoy how bad that bit was, thinking this could be a film that if it was remade, no one would give a shit. Do, do you know like films where if you if someone said, I'm going to remake Star Wars... Oh, don't Wars, touch four, that. Yeah, like, don't yeah. fucking touch that film. Yeah. This, no one would actually care. This that is not that precious, quite, is it? This no. One, no. And that's what I kept thinking in my head. But quality, because of the... Oh, mate, but then acting. think about it as well. Look at that bloody Dave Batista thing that came out last year. Yeah, see, I don't count WWE wrestlers doing... like The, the British movie. Um, was oh, it West Ham, wasn't it? It yeah. went straight to Netflix, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Final whistle. No, not final whistle. No, it was something like that. Final score or something, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Because it was like those in the Euro. Yeah. They liked from the start. West Ham in a European competition. It's like, <laughs> stop. But again, films like that is this, especially today, anyone can make a film. Back then, it wasn't a case of, oh, anyone can just make a film. It don't matter. Just get released straight to the public. It yeah. didn't happen. Whereas today, it can. Because you look at Dave Batista in the fact that he's a comic book character in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. And everyone loves him in that. You put him in a, Actually, sort of film, and it's like, mate, stop. 
but yet he's holding tight careers based on being action ready as a wrestler yeah. beating people up yeah, yeah. sort of over <laughs> acting yeah sort of almost yeah, yeah. but so yeah it's, no, it's no, when no, he, pl- he plays the sort of silent characters that are in the background that I think he works better like when he was yeah. in the James Bond movie or in Blade Runner the new one you know yeah. where he's just just I think a lot of them try to be how The Rock has done it mm-hmm. but, the, only the Rock one that had to do yeah. some poor films to begin with same with Schwarzenegger yeah. and all that lot you know you don't just go into successful films that quickly. yeah um, for me because I was familiar with the film and I, I did actually select it anyway I'm, I'm going to go 8 and 7 you know then it's just me being smart yeah. unfortunately uh, <laughs> <laughs> you say that every morning you look in the mirror that's Scott unfortunately that's Scott unfortunately <laughs> gotta live with it yeah <laughs> can't change I'm looking good I'll give myself an 8 today I'll get on Scott I'll be 7 by the end of the day but that'll be fine <laughs> but yeah I'm, I'm not saying this film is bad like I mean no. I'm probably never going to watch it again but it's not anywhere near on the Mildred Pierce scale it is so far away from the Mildred Pierce. Mm, it's so oh, yeah. far. Put it away. this way: it's not the best of the genre. No, no, no. no, no. Yeah, it's, it's you know the the classic ones are Irwin Allen produced or directed. You know the ones like the Tarrant Inferno and stuff we've mentioned before. This was just jumping on the bandwagon at a period in time where everybody was making disaster yeah. movies. I'm glad you watched it. I'm, I'm, I'm really pleased about your comments, guys, because that's exactly what I expected from the pair. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't let you down. Yeah, because I did say to Paul, I was like, I'm, I was like Scott's going to hate us. No. <laughs> I was like, the film we uh, like, you know what? We're going to get more of this with Movie Roulette because mm. you're actually going to pick films yourself that you're not going to like because you may have to take a gamble on something that you don't know mm. because it will be something really random. It'll be like, I've got no idea. And you're just going to have to do a little bit of research and pick something hoping it's quite good, reading other people's reviews or things like that. So I mean, with us picking these films, which, again, I have no problem with doing, mm. um, when do we pick them to let each other know? Because, again, it was only because I said to Paul, I was like, yeah. what films are we doing? Because <laughs> well, I, like, I had only mentioned about the film that I'd chosen. You mentioned it on the night. Yeah, and then I thought afterwards, I was like, am I still sticking with that? Because mm. like, because no one else said anything, yeah. other than when you said to me about your film, I was like, are we sticking with what we said? Or are we just saying those <laughs> suggestions? I kind of got confused and I was like, I think maybe we need to like kind of clarify to we'll each other. We'll find a way. Yeah. yeah. Well, the plan is now, we're going to go into movie roulette and what we'll do is spin the wheel and find out what my next movie is. Or your next genre. Or, or whatever. You're not going to choose now, are you? I will know <laughs> where I'm heading. Yes. <laughs> Back after this. And now... Preview time. When it comes to entertainment, you can't beat a good film. So let's take a look at what's coming your way. Okay, boys, it's movie roulette time. Five hundred and fifty actors, actresses, directors, genres, years, awards. They, they just, I've been racking my brains trying to add more and more each week as I can. We're up to five hundred and fifty possible. Is there a Dwayne Johnson category? There is one starring the yeah one is actually starring the Rock. Oh yeah, and I'll tell you what number it is later. I'll find it in a second. You want that one? Then. <laughs> Stand back, boys. I'm going to spin the wheel.
I need to pick from the 2010s, so anything from 2010 to 2019, any of the films that won the Best Actress Oscar. Oh. I know, that could be pretty good. I got excited when mm. it was something newer. <laughs> yeah, but then, so what I've got to do, I've got nine movies to choose from. Hmm. That's it. Shall I make it everybody was nominated? The best actress in the 2010s. You, you made the subject. You I'm made the rules. What you're doing. It's not you made the rules. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I was just trying to think of a, of a, I mean, a subject. Thinking back of what any of them are. Does anybody know off the top of their head? Nope. Didn't what's her name get one for three billboards? Francis McDormand. Yeah. And Ooh. you'd have got the recent English actress for... I've got it. I've got it. Can I name it now? So, yes. Can I name it now? Save you. Yeah, keep you in suspense. Brie Larson, Room. Oh, I love that film. I'm sorry, what's Brie Larson. And I love Brie Larson. That's that's my my choice. I like Brie Larson. (laughs) No problem with her. I like all cheese. Um, (laughs) That'd be my choice, guys. Room. Nice choice. Yeah. Okay, it's time to work out what our next review will be next time we're together because Paul and Liam we know what your films are who wants to be in the next review I'll go next because Paul wants his one to be last okay and so your, your movie obviously <laughs> your movie Liam is uh, 2008 Let the Right One In Let the Right One In will be the next episode Liam, Paul thank you very much guys thank, thank you. you see you next time ta-ta The management of this theater suggests that for the greater entertainment of your friends who have not yet seen the picture, you will not divulge to anyone the secret of the ending. Astral arms, that infernal jamboree is worse than two cats on a fence. You dudes get lost now, you hear? Good night, ladies. Good night, sir. When you fail down, try positive thinking. That's what I told the man said, don't wear a frown, try positive thinking, laugh at your troubles instead. You've got to look on the bright side, on hope so much depends, with your confidence sinking, positive thinking helps you on the way, my friend. When things look black, try positive thinking. Treat every season of spring, no glancing back, try positive thinking, trust what tomorrow may bring. This crazy world that we live in will keep on spinning round, but with good, strong, positive thinking, we'll get together and life won't let us down. Shut up, you're ugly. Oh, shut up. We enjoy it.